The month of Elle's theme is this idea of initiating, of, of a Jewish person initiating a relationship with Hashem, thereby Hashem's blessings and connection come through, but it's really, the onus is really on the person in this month. So every month there's a different theme, there's different energy that is in this universe. And every month we as um, Jewish people and in our service have different ways that we can access the energy that's going on. So Elul specifically is the time of self-reflection in a way of self-reflecting about our relationship with Hashem and doing what we can to initiate a closer, more profound connection with Hashem. And then Parshas Re'e, like on the other side of it, Re'e starts out, Re'e anaychi inaysein lefnechan hayem bracha. Um, behold, today I am giving you this blessing, which specifically emphasizes this idea of Hashem pouring and sharing and initiating this relationship for us, into us in a very profound way. So the question is, how do these these two themes seem extremely different? And it seems like there may be a conflict of interest. So how can we, is there a way that we can reconcile these two themes? This question is emphasized when we actually look at the specifics of the words, right? The first word is re'e. Look, behold, I am placing before you today this bracha. So the first word, re'e. When we want to share an idea, you can say, you can either have somebody look and see with their eyes or they can hear with their ears. So the difference of hearing and seeing is that when you see something, you kind of see the whole picture immediately and then you get the details. And then when you listen, it's the opposite where it's kind of built up on the details first and then you kind of get the whole picture after that which is the distinction of Hashem like showing up, almost flashing a picture, kind of this idea of from above to below. So it just strengthens this idea that this, the theme of this Parsha is about Hashem sharing something from above to below. We're going to break down all five words in the sentence. Six, six words. In the sentence, the word that's used for me is anaychi. There are two like classic words that can be used when when you're talking about, when I'm talking about myself, when Hashem is talking about himself, anaychi and ani. And anaychi is the more elevated, higher expression of myself, of me. Nicen, so I'm giving. Mel Malamata Nicen, Dafkin, Kalanesen, Bain, Yepahu Nicen. 
And then we talk about giving from above to below, lefnechem before you. The word lefnechem means before you, but it also means to the essence, to your essence. It's not talking about something that Hashem is giving to our external parts. It's just to our essence. And when we talk about our essence or to our internal world versus our external world, this is something we need to explain as well. Hayyayim today, Shemar Ar Yayim, Umayra Gamhal Nitzvah Shemarazal, Matahariyu, Ifen Kavua Venetzli. So when we talk about Hayyayim today, what does Hayyayim mean? Hayyayim means today. And it also means, refers to the light, right? When we talk about broad daylight. Something that is seen, that is expressed, that is manifested. That is the expression of what it means, day. It also means today, but it also means day in general, daylight. And whenever we talk about yoim, it's talking about something that is everlasting, something that is forever, something that has staying power, which is this drawing down from above to below in a way that is everlasting, because we have the word hayyim, and hayyim means day, it means manifestation, it means light, it means something that has staying power forever. When we talk about bracha, bracha means drawing down from above to below. Okay, so we're going to explain here how and why it is possible and important these two themes are going to be together. This idea that Hashem is pouring life and love and sustenance and abundance into us at the same time that we are supposed to be investing from our own energy, from our own effort, from our own talent to connect with Hashem from our side, from a below to above. And it's our time to initiate. But at the same time, there is this other thing going on where Hashem is, in Parshas Re'eh, is pouring this bracha into us. Any questions before we continue? Yeah, I just, just want to say something that came up. I remember a few I don't know, maybe many months ago when we spoke, Hani, and we were speaking about, like here the Rebbe is saying about the bracha. So I remember always learning, making a keili, like making a vessel to receive. And I remember once you said, well, sometimes we have to empty out the vessel. So the vessel's empty. And then, and that's how we're making the keili, the vessel ready to receive. So it's not, necessarily about doing more or filling up our schedule with more or taking on more things, but it's actually taking it off. It's, and then there's no, it's like, there's no blockage for the bracha to come in. So yeah, that just came up now. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. That's definitely a big part of it. And maybe kind of back to the idea of let it be as a huge step or a huge like awareness to keep in mind with all of this 
because I wanted to say this before that a lot of this idea of like letting it go, we're operating from a more like from this controlling perspective, from this controlling outlook. And even if we're doing like more evolved work, we're doing it in a unevolved way. We're coming with an unevolved energy and that makes it extremely stressful and a lot less productive. And also semantics, like the way you say something like will hit differently with other people, with different people. So it's about what you say. It's more about like how you say it, where it's coming from and where you're operating from as far as like trying to process things. So there's something very, in a way, not in a way, there's something much more powerful about the statement, let it be. And whether it needs to leave or not is not necessarily your responsibility to decide. That's like another, yeah. After the Varzal P. Mashin is, she yes, but have I did. So perhaps we can say that if L encapsulates the entire year and the, the entire work of the entire year, then maybe L does have this inclusive idea that Hashem can pour into us in ways that is in line with this theme of this being a culmination experience of the entire year, both elements of us initiating and Hashem initiating. Or because we have to make a this whole idea of making a which is making a taking stock of the entire year of really sitting down and, you know, seeing what went well, what didn't. this whole idea of really being intentional and looking at our actions and seeing what happened and all that. It's part of the circle of the year, right? Because the work in the summer is one way, which is like drawing down from above to below. And then the preparation for the following year, we flip it. Yam of Dresh Chadish El. There are two days of Rosh Chodesh El. The first one is the 30th of, of. The energy is Hashem. We're drawing down light of Hashem. And then the first day of, the second day of Rosh Chodesh, which is the first day of El, there's this new energy on the first day where we start initiating and the process kind of flips. The connection is, is that Rosh Chodesh El kind of brings everything together because it brings of the 30th day of of, first day of El, and this idea of drawing down. The, the whole process of El is the process of drawing down Hashem's light in a way of us, us initiating. I think, I think the summary of what we said at the beginning and what I understood also with the learning is that, again, I don't want to sound repetitive, but it's about the, the, the vessels to receive. It's so much about sitting still and just not getting in the way and just allowing Hashem to use us. The craziest thing, which I just realized this week, 
you know how um, a huge thing about for Jewish culture is tukun olam? A lot of like humanity and like doesn't feel very Jewish, doesn't feel like Hashem is very much out of it. I don't have to like describe that to you. But I, so I was in a conversation with somebody and somebody was asking me to explain like Shavira Sakalim and Tukun Olam. I was like, yeah, sure. So then I went in and I just like was reminded that the source of it, which I always knew, but it just hit me so differently to this week. Lasakin Ilam Bemachus Shakai. We're supposed to repair the world with the Machus, with the feminine energy of the name of Hashem. So the way that Hashem is manifested in the world through glory and abundance and, and kingship and richness and feminine energy, that's how the world is going to be repaired. And that's how um, we say it every day in Elenu. And it just like, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is it. And so as you're speaking, like, that's what we're here for. That's what we're doing. So I guess just breathing in that awareness and like every day to remember, like when I say Aleinu, that I'm like manifesting Hashem's kingship, the part of Hashem that is manifested in the world in the most physical way. And it's not, it's not a coincidence. Like this is part of the plan that Tukun Olam is such a part of Jewish culture today. Like it's not a mistake. There's something very intentional about it. And it's interesting because thinking about like how men engage versus women, I was in this conversation with somebody about Kabbalah and they're like, well, you have to be really careful. You can't, not everyone colonial. Like you don't want to make a mistake, blah, blah. And I was just like, let, let me, like, instead of giving that whole introduction, I just started explaining like in this space because I was able to. And it was just like such a different approach because like this rabbi came in, he's like, you have to be really careful, be really careful. And, da, da, da. and like, he's not wrong, but like it takes away so much. And it's like, oh, like that's what we're here for. Just to engage, just to have a conversation, just to like make this idea more like grounded in this world. And so <laughs> I wanted to share that came up this week. And as you're speaking, oh. that's what reminded me of that. Like, that's it. Like Tukun Ilam happens through the the speed that we that we manifest so i mean the work is like just being there also Hani, when you were saying about about the tikkun oilam so oilam is the oilam comes from the word helem which means hidden and i think i feel like there's so much inside us that is so hidden and was was so afraid to speak up or to show up and and the second it's like how are we gonna be able to how are we gonna be able to bring that tikkun to the world to the hiddenness is is by being machos by by speaking machos is speech and action i i, I had the inside right now and as you were speaking that happiness probably is the only thing that is truly ours if you think about it it's like the only uh, really authentic thing that belongs to us because sadness sorrow you can like be playing a victim you can have a, like a second interest behind it but then you're happy it's like the only thing that it's like genuine because you are you just are you, you don't expect anything else you, you're full you don't want anything else it's true so this Hashem. truly can be our guidance like 
If you feel good, if you feel happy, this is yours.